TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. It is the Score North AL Central champs hoping to defend their crown and just signed Josh Donaldson Twins Show. Phil, I'm not ready to say that I'm worried about it. By the way, Phil Mackey, Derek Wetmore here with you. I don't know that it's a problem yet, but the Twins are going to have to do something about Major League Baseball's cheating scandal. I think that it could become a problem for them because they employ one of the guys who's been uh, sort of implicated in these reports that have come out this week. Yeah, what was – okay, who was the guy that took however many hours out of his life and his year so far who watched every single pitch of home Astros games in 2017, this Alex guy, I think his name is Alex – I'm doing a great job of crediting his hours and days yeah, of work. Yeah, it was, it was uh, <laughs> reportedly like 50 hours of free time work, but like I don't remember his first name. Good job. He, he went through and tracked all of the trash can bangs in 2017, and Marwin Gonzalez received the highest percentage or like among the highest percentages of, of trash can bangs. But credit to that guy for having a ton of free time and for just being hyper-obsessed with trying to expose the Astros even more. An Astros team, which, by the way, no player is going to see any punishment other than fastballs being thrown at their ribs. But you're right. There's a lot to answer when it comes to Marwin Gonzalez's connection to this thing in 2017. And I don't even really know where to start because obviously he benefited. It's 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 very clear that after all the research and, and all the film study, that Marwin Gonzalez knew which pitches were coming more often than not in 2017 with the Astros. He has a World Series ring. His numbers in 2017 are unlike his numbers in any other season in his major league career. It's one of those... It's it, He hit 303 in 2017. At no point has he ever even hit 280 in any other season. He hit 23 home runs. At no point has he hit more than mid-teens in home runs. And so... How much did he benefit? How much did he know? How, to what degree did he attempt to take some of that to the Twins? I mean, these are these are all questions that I don't think we should feel bad asking in the wake of what came out, Derek Wetmore. Yeah, and the only thing that's weird about it from Marwin's perspective is his home road splits do the opposite of what you would think. You would think, oh, if the cheating Astros were feeding their guy Marwin when the off-speed pitches were coming, you'd think, oh, he rakes at home and can't can't sniff 250 on the road not exactly true it the kind of the exact opposite he was okay at home and great on the road so I don't know how to make heads or tails of that but who's to say by the way that they also weren't that they didn't have a system for the road too you know we're folk we're yeah. so focused on the cameras and the ballparks it's it's possible if not like that they also had some sort of a system for some road games and maybe had to abandon it in the playoffs or against the the Dodgers or whatever. So I, I mean, don't we know. don't we don't know the whole story. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. It's really tough to say at the very least, Phil. The Twins are going to have to answer this question. They sort of went most of the way to doing that. Well, I shouldn't even say that. They went some of the way to doing that at Twins Fest. Did you see uh, Jim Polad's response to the cheating scandal? I did not, no. So I was in the crowd during a sort of one of those town hall Q&A type things. And Jim Polad was on the stage. Dave St. Peter was on the stage, and so was Derek Falvey. Somebody asked him about the stain on baseball right now in the wake of this cheating scandal. And I think that's a great way of characterizing it. Yeah. It, it saddens me as a baseball fan, as somebody who likes Major League Baseball, that this is the primary talker, but we can't hide from it. We can't run from it. 
let's talk about it. And Jim Polad said he wanted to make it very clear and has and will continue to make it very clear to his team and those who work for him that this thing that we're doing here is not about winning at all costs. It's not about compromising our integrity to win if that's what it takes. And the crowd responded with a round of applause. I thought that was great. And Derek Falvey jumped in and said, right, I agree with that. I've had conversations with Rocco about how this has gone and and how this has been exposed and what's been going on in Major League Baseball and what's the way forward. Uh, And he said that the Twins might lose some games along the way if it means not compromising their integrity. And I think that's maybe in some corners an unpopular way to think about it. But I hope, personally, Phil, that's how the Twins have viewed this and will continue to view this. When I say that they went part of the way to addressing this, I say that because they're still they're employing a guy who was part of this, and that hasn't been brought up. That hasn't been talked yeah. about publicly that Marwin Gonzalez is on a two-year contract with the Twins. And, I mean, the evidence that's out there right now, publicly anyways, it certainly looks damning that Marwin probably cheated and concerning in that the Twins' offense exploded in 2019, his first year on the team. I'm not connecting these dots. I'm just saying that the dots are out there, Phil, and that's concerning. That's why it's it's such a tough conversation because there is no evidence that suggests that the Twins did anything other than just play the game the right way in 2019 and hit a bunch of home runs. But it is fair to draw some conclusions and, and at least some speculation that they broke the Major League home run record and had a guy on their team, well, 2017 Astros connection. I mean, Are you willing like, to get into this? Like, sure. Because it feels a little bit weird like we're, we're – um, what's the way to put this? Like for the listener who's sitting here listening to this, and it's like rightfully frustrated by this sign-stealing scandal. And now the Twins are sort of backwardsly involved in it. That's It's not fun to hear about and to talk about um, and – we don't have Derek Falvey sitting across from us here to sort of defend the team's actions or, or, or Rocco Baldelli. So in one way, it feels a little weird to talk about this. And on the other, I think we have to point out the question. And when you bring statistics into it, it gets a little hairy with the Twins' involvement. 2017, um, the Astros were the best offense in baseball. Okay, great. 2018, let's jump to the Twins here for a second. 2018, you remember, injuries kind of wrecked that season. Irv Santana, Jason Castro, Miguel Sano, Byron Buxton. Maybe there was more, but the Twins had the 10th best offense in the American League. 10 out of 15 teams. The the Twins were, you know, bottom third of the league there. 2019. Now, there are mitigating circumstances, and we'll talk about all those. I'm not going to ignore them. But from 2019 to 2018, that's stretch back. In 18, they were the 10th best offense. In 2019, they were the second best offense in baseball. Yeah, Nelson, One, Nelson Cruz helps. Correct. With that. I, I'll give you 10 reasons why their offense was better in 2019. But one of the things that changed, it's fair to point out, is Marwin Gonzalez came with clearly, from the evidence that's out there right now, unless I learn otherwise and he's going to clear his name in this, Marwin Gonzalez has full knowledge of how the Astros were cheating to gain an advantage compromising their integrity, to use other people's words, and won the 2017 World Series. I, Like I said, it feels a little gross talking about this without Marwin sitting yeah. here in front of us or without Rocco Baldelli, but to me, Phil, as someone who hosts a Twins show and like spends a lot of time thinking about this stuff and, and not to say my livelihood depends on it or anything like that, but that 
it's a big part of my day job. This is concerning, and if I was a Twins fan, I'd be concerned as well. I just don't think we're ever going to find an answer. And this is kind of where this is kind of where I just I just stop because we don't know. Sure. It's I I don't think anyone should or 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 can rightfully get mad for people wanting to put it this way. Everything's in play right now in Major League Baseball. What the Astros did and and the discussion and the and the smoke surrounding the buzzers potentially even though Major League Baseball didn't find Anything when they turned over that stone, the fact that guys like Trevor Bauer are saying, actually, I've heard this from five different people that they do use buzzers. Just brutal. I don't think, I don't think baseball and the Twins are lumped into this group, just like the other twenty nine other team teams are, except except for the Marlins. Uh, I think. Jeez. I think. I mean, come on, they hit like ten home runs last year. Shot. <laughs> somebody, Yikes. somebody, tell the Marlins, hey, hey, let's uh. Let's at least float them a, a couple trash can bangs once in a while Yikes. so maybe they can hit a ball over the fence. But I don't think any of the teams, I don't think baseball has earned the privilege or the right to just have us say, oh, yeah, benefit of the doubt. I don't think they've earned the benefit of the doubt as a league, and the Twins, unfortunately, fall under the umbrella of the league. And so they're just sort of like yeah. the Marvin Gonzalez connection, um, fair or not, is just sort of there. Let me ask you. Let's. You said you'd like to stop here at this point. We've pointed out a lot of facts. By the way, I won't necessarily go into this, but like listeners who have been with the Twins Show for a long time, since even before it was called the Twins Show, could point out five, ten, fifteen reasons the offense was better last yeah, year. Yeah, they had better, not, better players. Nelson Cruz, Mitch Garver broke sure. out. Jorge Polanco wasn't suspended half the year. Uh, Max Kepler's long-awaited breakout. Buxton was healthy some of the year. Sanoa was healthy. Um, it's there. Are, there are a ton of different things we could point out Joe Maurer Brian Dozier there at the tail end of their twins careers in 2018 replaced by just more productive players in 2019 I'm not drawing a straight line and saying this is just because hey this happened so the twins must have been cheating let me ask you though we're we're, we're not gonna you know paint those accusations so acutely but if you're the twins now Phil put yourself in Rocco Baldelli's shoes she got done with Twins Fest. You want to relax a little bit before going down to Florida, getting spring training rolling. What are you going to do to respond to this? What What's your move now that baseball has done what baseball has done? The Astros and Red Sox and Mets have done what yeah. they've done. They've fired people and are looking for replacements and found them in most cases. What's your move, Twins? So I think Marwin Gonzalez has to be asked some very pointed questions. I think he should be ready for some very pointed questions. And I think those questions in no particular order should be, what was your involvement with the Astros? He might even shoot that down and say, listen, I was, I was, I don't know if he could even say this, but I was granted immunity by Major League Baseball. He could probably just not, plead the fifth. I mean, I, I'm not allowed to speak on it yeah. because I would be, I would be breaching my immunity clause. But what was your involvement with the Astros? How much did you know? I don't really care if he's sorry or not. I, apologies are mostly hollow anyways. But then the second pointed question that I think has to be asked is, did you carry any of this over to the Twins? 5% of it? 0% of it? 90% of it? I mean, it's. I know that it's an uncomfortable discussion, but I think everybody would feel better one way or the other if those questions were asked and then answered, and then you can just move on with the season. Otherwise, there's going to just be a weird elephant in the room. Yeah. 
I think before he even addresses the media, which, by the way, he had the opportunity to. He could have come up to Twins Fest and say, hey, I'd like to put this whole thing to bed so it's not a distraction in spring training. He didn't. He chose not to. And the Twins obviously granted him that right. They said, hey, you know, if he's rehabbing from this minor knee research, stay in Houston. It's fine. We don't need you at Twins Fest. We'll see you in spring training. I I would have considered that. I would have come up. I don't want to make this about me. It's a much bigger weekend. We're excited about Josh Donaldson. This is going to be a great team. Yeah. This is I'm owning this. My team previously. I would have done that. If 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 I was Marwin Gonzalez, I would have wanted to be past this by the time I go to Florida. I agree. He didn't. So it's an ongoing conversation. And I think before he even addresses the media which he should, by the way, get on, get in a podium, invite national people. Don't let this be a lingering thing if you're the Twins. That's just my advice. Get up there, answer the tough questions, whatever, however you want to handle this, Marwin, it's your, it's your decision. He has to apologize to his teammates first. I think that's the first thing that Marwin does. He gathers everybody in the room and says, listen, I'd like to address this head on, closed doors, no phones. Please don't talk about this with anybody else. This is just me and my brothers in here. Because I think that's a real violation of the Major League. Never been a part of the Major League fraternity, but one exists. And I think you've really, really gone against the values of it. And I think there are going to be people that are going to have a hard time forgiving him, even if he is now your teammate and he hasn't brought any of this to Minnesota. This is this is nasty. Do you sense that people in the organization or players are a little bit put off by the fact that Marwin hasn't said anything or didn't come to Twins Fest? Or is... No, I don't get that sense. This is coming from Derek Wetmore, okay. Twins reporter, analyst, post of the Score North Twins show. This is not, I've sensed a growing dissatisfaction and a rift inside the Twins clubhouse. I think the Twins have a fighting chance to have a great clubhouse this year. But this is a, this is a black eye to start the year with it. Um, I don't want to spend... The whole show on this necessarily, but we're ten minutes in no, here. No, I mean it's 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 I, a thing. Like, dude, it's an elephant in the room. You know why? Until he talks. Okay, I went through and this uh, report that you uh, so kindly credited to uh, Tony Adams is what, the what did, I, what did I call him? I can't. I think you might have called him Alex, <laughs> it's, but it's close. But Bob guy on it's Twitter close. watched Tony, a bunch of Astros film. Tony Adams. If you don't know what this is, uh, Tony Adams is an Astros fan, self-proclaimed. He was on Twitter and uh, tracked more than 8,200 pitches. He just went back and watched the home games uh, from Astros TV. Not all the games were available on TV. Yeah. Um, he did a darn good job. If what he did is watch through the games and listen for the trash can banging, which is purportedly what he did, Tony Adams says he tracked more than 8,200 pitches and found evidence of trash can banging in at least 1,100 of those. He posted all this, so it's public research if you want it. I haven't vetted it, of course. I don't have that kind of time. But signstealingscandal.com is where he posted all his research. I'm surprised that URL was available. I know. I Like, if I'm Rob Manfred, I'm squatting on that thing so nobody can post, right? <laughs> but here we are. Tony Adams on Twitter and uh, signstealingscandal.com. I went back and looked. Marwin Gonzalez, by the way, heavily implicated in this, Phil. If this guy's research proves to be true, it's a bad look for Marwin. It's a bad look for the Astros. By the way, I don't blame the Twins for signing Marwin. If they didn't know this, like how, you know, how how are you supposed to have vetted something so thoroughly? I mean, the other other conspiracy theory, and I don't believe this, but the other conspiracy theory would be that that's precisely why they signed him. (laughs) But but that's, I don't, listen, I I think, I'm not going to pretend to know Derek and Thad 
you know, better than anybody else. But I've spent enough time around them. I do think they are very stand-up guys. I don't, I don't know if I would say the same thing about some of those people in the Astros organization. I think the twin. I don't think. Just to be clear, like I don't think the Twins are here operating some baseball scheme um, and trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. All I'm saying is like a dude who was part of an organization like that has been part of the Twins the last two years, and there are questions to be asked. Who, it should be said, by the way, seems like a pretty good guy. I've talked to Marwin a handful of times. Um, he's a Juventus fan, but I can forgive him for that. Everything else is like, he's been solid. He's been good with the media. He's friendly. Teammates seem to gravitate towards him and love him. It's, um, it's So in that way, it's really too bad. I will say, just knowing um, those two guys you mentioned a tiny little bit, like in no way uh, would I purport to have a really close relationship with Thad Levine or Derek Falvey, but I think I can speak for both of us when I say if it came out that the Twins were the Astros, I would be stunned. Like I, I would be just so shocked yeah. um, by that revelation. So I, I should say that. One of the reasons I say he's got to apologize to his teammates, Phil, one of the starts in which the Astros were banging trash cans a lot in 2017 came in a start against Michael Pineda, June 30th, New York Yankees. Marwin had uh, 18 pitches thrown to him that game. According to Tony Adams' research, 13 of them contained trash can bangs. I went back because I'm a dork, and I, I just charted pitches. Hey, What was Michael Pineda throwing? Marwin went two for three off Pineda before he got chased from the game, and then he grounded out against a reliever. 18 pitches, 13 off-speed, 13 trash can bangs. So, so the bangs are for the, I don't know. For the off-speed pitches. And, no, I mean, that's it, 100% it. It's a total – it could be a coincidence. It's I'll, not. I don't think so either. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> like, the, the evidence is pretty damning. There's a bad smoking gun here. So if I'm Big Mike, and look, he's had a little bit of a checkered history himself. He just got popped for a banned substance, re-signed a deal with the Twins. He was the one at the center of Pine Tar Gate back when that became a thing between the Yankees and Red Sox. I'm not saying he's like this pure, honest, never-been-wrong character, but if I gave up two hits to a guy because he was picking up my pitches with center field cameras, I'd be heated. I'd be so mad. And now you guys are on the same team. You're working for the same company, trying to achieve the same goal. I know you don't have to be kumbaya, love every single one of your teammates in that clubhouse, but I don't think you can actively hate somebody and work with them like that. You've got to clear the air in some way here. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here from my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons, powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. Back to your initial point about Marwin Gonzalez's home road splits in 2017, because he was far better. He was really good at home, but he was MVP caliber on the road. Yeah, that's that's the missing link for me. It doesn't it doesn't make a ton of sense that he would. We know that he knew what pitches were coming at home based on the Michael Pineda at bat alone. If you're getting you're getting tipped off at home, how are you then better? On the road, it's weird. Coincidence, or did they have some sort of road system as well? I'm sh- I'm sure they had to have thought about. Wow, look at all the success and all yeah. the things we can do at home. How do we take this on the road? So I haven't read this piece yet, but Rob Arthur published something for Baseball Prospectus that said, like, okay, the Astros were cheating. Let's move past that. That's fact. That's not opinion. The level to which they were cheating, I guess, is up to debate. Maybe further research is needed there. Um, 
The other piece that Rob points out, and by the way, just like a great baseball researcher. If you're not following Rob Arthur, you should be. He's great. Um, he's been way out in front of this like aerodynamics of the ball stuff with guys like Ben, ben Lindbergh and others. The the piece that he pointed out now is like questioning how much does this actually help you? Is like can we find statistical proof that trash can bangs lead to greater success? And I, I think based on his tweet about this and the headline, I haven't read the whole piece and seen his research yet. I think there's some open question as to like how much it actually helps you. Okay, fair, or that it could hurt you, right? If you're Wait, guessing he's making wrong, a statistical argument. Yeah, or that if if you know what's coming, like you you. If you're so sure this is going to be a slider and a guy throws a fastball at your eyes, you're going to swing and miss and look like an idiot yeah. and not going to help and you. And obviously, like, real quick, like, I'm sure the trash can bangs didn't bat a 1,000 either. Because totally. Because there's, there's probably a, a lot of instances where a team, that, you know, they, they picked up the pattern wrong or something. Or, yeah. But ask any major leaguer. Joe well, Maurer came on the show That's what I was just going to point out. Yeah, I know that it's not going to be a breaking ball, and I am one of the best hitters in the world. Like, that's right. I'm going to destroy the fastball. So I'm sitting there in the right-handers batter's box against big Michael Pineda, and I know he's got a big fastball i got to worry about. He's got a wipeout slider. This is pre-Tommy John. He's got a wipeout slider, and he's got a pretty good changeup. Okay, boy, that's a tough ask. But now if you tell me, okay, hey, it's either slider or changeup, just look for it out of his hand if you, if you can – you know, tell he's gripping it like a breaking ball, or if it comes out looking like a fastball, but you know it's off speed, okay, if so facto, it's a slider. And if not, okay, just keep your weight back. It's a changeup. Very worst I'm going to do is foul it off because I've got elite hand-eye coordination. I'm a major leaguer after all. Um, Joe told us, Phil, on this very twin show, we were sitting in this studio, and he said, what a huge advantage it is. Joe didn't feel overmatched facing Araldus Chapman throwing 103 smoke because he knew he couldn't throw a slider for a strike. So we eliminated it. He said eventually he just timed up the fastball, and then next batter wasn't it? Josh Willingham got him for a for a home run. It's it's amazing how good these guys are. So I don't want to I don't want to yeah like undersell the fact that these guys, the Astros, who cheated the game and and knew in a lot of cases what pitch was coming more than they should have known. It seems to me like it would be a really big advantage, especially for top level hitters. Also. The Twins, if 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 the assuming the Twins were in the dark on all this when they signed Marwin Gonzalez, when the Twins signed Marwin Gonzalez, he was coming off an okay season in 2018, but off the back of a great season in 2017, and they probably thought, oh, we'll we'll just get him back to his 2017 form here. We or or halfway coaches. in between, he's yep. gonna be awesome. Yep. And so another tentacle to this is did the Twins get hoodwinked, thinking that. 2017 Marwin Gonzalez was in there somewhere, but yeah. only if he knows what pitches are coming. I feel a little right? weird being on such a soapbox here, but like this is such a huge problem for baseball. Like they, they took some serious action, obviously, but like forget about that. Forget about me as a baseball fan. Let's just zoom out from ourselves here for a second and give my ego a quick break. That like I matter to Rob Manfred. I don't, and I shouldn't. What matters to Rob, Rob Manfred or should matter to Rob Manfred is the health of the game, the state of being of Major League Baseball as an entertainment product. And you're telling me that you're going to call the uh, integrity and the sincerity of the results into question and throw off, which gambling is a huge problem. Um, not that I care too much about that, but that's going to be an issue. And then just the like... It's not that they're selling wholesomeness, Phil, but it's the same problem to me as the steroid era where you now are like, well, I don't know. It's a pretty shady operation over there. Why am I going to give my entertainment dollars to that? 
instead of going and spending tickets to a weekend series at uh, Target Field, I'm going to go over to St. Paul. I'm either going to watch the Saints or the Loons over at Allianz. Like, this is the problem that baseball is going to face is entertainment dollars are going to be judged a little bit more harshly. And as a business, again, forget about me, John Q. baseball fan or, like, baseball purist Derek Wetmore. I don't care if you don't care about me. You should care about the health of the game, and I think this hurts it in a very serious way. The two pieces of good news for the Twins, number one, their season ticket numbers are way up, and so I think think the Twins are going to be shielded from the majority of the backlash that you're talking about. Sure. And number two, if the playing field is back to being level and we don't have X amount of teams with schemes to tell their hitters what pitches are coming, the Twins are more equipped to rise to the top with that lineup than basically anybody else in baseball. All things equal, and this is where, you know, the last couple of years, we the, the Astros have been the lineup bar. The Astros have set the bar for what the best lineup in yeah. baseball is. I promise you those guys are going to almost all have downfalls in 2020. And Dusty Baker, before we just turn the mics on here, Dusty Baker's doing his introductory press conference. They bring in crusty old Dusty Baker. Good luck to Justin Verlander's right arm, by the way. Can pour one out for <laughs> I think he for might have career. some say in his usage rates. Justin Verlander up to 197 pitches in the 14th <laughs> inning. Dusty Baker ball, standing there with his arms crossed in the dugout, <laughs> nobody warming up in the bullpen. But Dusty Baker flat out said, listen, the cheating stuff is behind us. We're going to go forward, and none of that's going to happen on my watch. Alex Bregman is wildly talented. Jose Altuve, wildly talented, but those guys are going to lose 100 points off their OPS if they don't know what pitches are coming, maybe even more than that. And I can't imagine, like, think about, I know they're not going to say this. If you're Alex Bregman, you're supremely arrogant, and you would never you would never let your shield down to admit this. But on a human level, you know everyone is going to throw fastballs at you this year, or everyone wants to, anyways. Yeah. So you're not only up there without knowing what pitch is coming, you're also up there with the thought in the back of your head, well, this dude throws 97 miles an hour and hates me right now. Yeah, It's going to be uncomfortable for those guys. So I really think, this. now I'm down a different street here, but I really think the Twins are primed to just set the bar offensively in the American League, assuming that the playing field is back to being level. And the, whether the baseball is juiced or not, that's a common denominator across the league. Yeah. The cheating scandal was not necessarily. Yeah, it's bad. And like I say, Marwin should apologize to his teammates. I don't really care if he apologizes to the fans. Um, he should think about it. And I think the Twins should address it. I think they should be proactive. I think they should be forthright and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, this is like it's a bad look for baseball, and we got one of the guys that was a part of it. Um. This is I'm fast-forwarding my head and I'm projecting, but like, hey, he's come clean. He said his piece. He feels terrible. He's sorry. He got swept up in a bad thing. Whatever. This is all, It would all be acceptable to me, but uh, bury our heads in the sand or run from it, not acceptable for me. That no. wouldn't fly, and I don't think it would fly with Major League Baseball. Um, you're right. The Twins are going to have a great offense no matter what happens. If the ball goes back to normal, if uh, – if nobody's using whistles and bells and clickers and buzzers and trash cans, the Twins are going to have a great offense. They're going to score a lot of runs, and hopefully 2020 is a super entertaining season from that perspective. Um, I just can't help but in late January feeling kind of gross 
about this whole yeah. thing. Hey, can I throw a, a quick plug out since we're yeah. wrapping this episode oh, here, yeah, it please. sounds like? So in a couple weeks here on February 15th, so a lot of you who've been listening to Mackie and Joe with Rami and the Scorner Twin Show, I think you know that a couple years ago my mom passed away from a rare form of blood cancer. And I, I flat out asked her, we had a bunch of candid conversations before she died, and I asked her, what are two pieces of advice that you have for me? And she said, be a good person and give back. And so it's been my mission to do as much as I can with my platform and this microphone to raise money to get rid of blood cancers. And so on February 15th, for the third consecutive year, Team Mackey is participating in the Big Climb downtown Minneapolis at the Capella Tower. 53 stories of stairs, and a lot of people do it twice. I have not gotten to that point yet. It's a little (laughs) too aggressive for me. But if you want to join our team and you want to climb or just donate, MackeyLLS.com is the website. It's 20 bucks to get on the team. It's 100 bucks if you want to climb. And we've already got, I don't know, a dozen people on our team, and we're just kind of spreading the word this week for the first time. So MackeyLLS.com. Any donation would be wildly appreciated, and we would just love to have you on our team. And you can watch me pass out after, like, 20, 20 floors. <laughs> I was say- you can carry me up the rest, actually, <laughs> if, if, if just a few you want to gather. Look, Phil, I know this is not about winning. It's about curing blood cancer. But be honest with me. You going for gold this year? Uh, if if gold me if if gold means uh forty minutes to to climb fifty three stories <laughs> and then doing a stone cold Steve Austin beer slam at the end of it then yes I'm going for gold I'm rooting for you friend <laughs> thank you Derek good luck <laughs> hey there it's Phil Mackey for Federated Mutual Insurance Company and Federated is here to give business owners out there peace of mind you pour your life and energy into a business and the last thing you want is for something to happen that puts you on the defense, and that's where Federated comes in. Based in Owatonna, Minnesota, over a century of experience in standing behind business owners. If you're a business owner and you want some more peace of mind, go to federatedinsurance.com to find out more about your local Federated marketing representative. Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.